0: Hi, this is Kimberly and Miranda. We are here with Tipsy Mystics again. Miranda, what are you drinking?
1: Um, today, because I've had this kombucha theme, I think, all of our, all of our <laughs> calls. No, I, so I didn't want to end tequila, it. But
0: you had tequila one day.
1: Yeah, I had tequila in the kombucha.
0: Oh, that's right. Never mind.
1: Yeah, yes. yeah. So now the, today I'm having a hard kombucha, kombucha. And it says um, that it's for quality times. So
0: oh well, here we are. Then we know are. it's a quality time.
1: Having a quality time. How about you?
0: Well, I um, decided to finish off that bottle of fry. Uh, what mm. was it? And uh, the the biodynamic wine. And I'm like, you know what? We may as well just empty the bottle, right? So it actually ends up being two glasses of wine poured into one glass. So now it's one glass.
1: Yeah. It's just a big class. It's, per- it's perspective.
0: It's all about perspective, which is right along with our theme today. Yeah. So what do we
1: got? We're talking about the right way. What is the right way to do things? The right, right
0: way. The right way to, oh, especially the right way to wake up,
1: right? The right way to wake up or- to ascend. Or live- exist and be in these sort of higher quote-unquote higher states
0: higher states so I used to really worry about that like are you supposed to eat meat or are you supposed to mm-hmm. eat gluten or do spiritual people drink well um yeah apparently yeah because <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like is it right to do that
1: absolutely and then,
0: And then I was, like, thinking, well, who's making these rules? Mm -hmm. I mean, is it Source? Source is like, you can never drink, but I'm going to put 7,000 kinds of alcohol on Earth, but you can't drink any.
1: Yeah, and they're, even during quarantine, you can get alcohol.
0: That's, like, simple. Essential service. Alcohol (laughs) alcohol and pot. They never even thought about closing those things down, ever, right? So the right way. And it used to drive me crazy. Like, am I supposed mm-hmm. to be doing this? And there's a word, the supposed to word. Oh, Should oh. I, should I be doing this? Um, yeah, you're on earth. And I know it's your first life on earth. So maybe you, wherever you were before, there weren't tacos and kombucha and wine, but.
1: I know, but now they're here and they're wonderful.
0: Exactly. So maybe you'll come back to Earth. This is my last lifetime, 867th life. Yeah. But the tacos and the, the wine?
1: I mean, okay. I imagine like this is this lifetime, you probably had the best access to tacos. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, no, there was one life that I was a dancer in Mexico. Oh, I married yeah. to a musician. And we had a lot of fun and I drank a bit, I drank a lot, but I danced it off so it was okay, mm. right? And so I'm guessing that we probably had a taco thing going on at least yep. once in a while there. Yeah, right? maybe a Marg. Or a Marg, yeah. But my name was Pilar.
1: <gasps> oh my God, that's so great. Really? Cra- in Spanish class, we were allowed to pick our own Spanish names. And I picked Pilar as my Spanish well- name. I'm sure back that's a school.
0: coincidence. It's a coincidence, right? I think a coincidence Never anymore. planned. I know, nothing. <laughs> I have totally gotten past the coincidence and I'm getting past the guilt part, which brings us back to the shoulds and the can'ts and the shouldn'ts, right? Yeah. So what do you think about
1: that? Um, I have been dealing a lot with that trying to get rid of those sorts of all these rules that we put around things, which is just a label. And my team told me that regardless of what it is, even if it's supposedly spiritual, like I was looking at the numerology of this house I'm trying to buy, right? And I was like, well, this is a five. I don't want a five house. I want a nine house. And they're like, that's just why are you creating that limit for yourself? Mm. That's just an idea you have in your head. I'm like, yeah, but it's, you know, it's spiritual. It's a higher, it's a higher label.
0: Somebody right? higher than you made that rule. Right. Some, in your they, eyes.
1: Yeah. Numerology has been around. It's, it's relevant. It's important. And they're like, or it's just not. <laughs> or you just like the house, right? You're, yeah. You don't have to, whenever you're label something, Whenever you say it has to be this way, or it should be this way, or it has been this way, you are creating a limit for yourself and we are limitless beings. So you know, anytime you're creating a limit, it, you're not being you, you are limitless. And you, you don't have, have, have no to boundaries. create the limit.
0: You don't have to
1: create exactly. the limit. We're just yeah. taught
0: that we are so used to limits that we're like, shit, what do you mean I got no limits? Yeah. I had a teacher in high school and she was like, I want you to hand in a report and you have 10 days to do it. And that was the only instruction she gave us. We're like, Mm -hmm. a report about what? She's like, I want you to decide what you're going to write about. And the class was baffled. They're like, what do you mean? Don't we have like, what's the subject? And she's like, any subject you want. We couldn't fathom it. It's so hard. It was hard to figure out when I have absolutely every possibility to write about. I couldn't think of what I wanted to write about.
1: Yeah. And you didn't have the internet back then. So you couldn't like Google to like ask other people for ideas.
0: Dude, you had to flip through the encyclopedia (laughs) for something that looked, and hopefully if they had something with a drawing, right? Because they only had drawings like once every 10 or 15 pages. Right.
1: And it was little and crappy.
0: Like the etching
1: kind. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So the whole, and so you're going to, you're going to make an offer on the house and it's a five house. What the hell is a five house? So what did you do? Like add up the street numbers or what? Yeah.
1: For a house, you're supposed to add up the numbers, just the number, not the letters, which in other, I don't know that much about numerology, but um, I've been kind of into it lately goes, goes along with the astrology thing. And um, so a five house, not that a five house is bad. Nothing is like, Not that I don't want a five house, but I was just like really vibing on a nine house. It made me feel really happy. And it was very like a homey vibe. So I was like, well, I want a nine house. This isn't a nine house. And they were like, you just, that's irrelevant. (laughs) Like you don't need to create that. But the five houses, um, it's fun. It's a party house. It's going to be a party house. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, shouldn't I be like, again, being a little bit more spiritual now, and this new place I'm going to be moving to, right? Should shouldn't I? But like, who says 4D or 5D or the hell we're going to be in in the next few years? Like, can't be a party. Who it's says it's a
0: freaking party? We're creating says, it.
1: Yeah, I want a party. I want a so party all the time. I want
0: a party all the time and without
1: hangovers.
0: <laughs> without hangovers and in our world, because we're creating it, we can mm-hmm. make five houses, the best houses possible. Absolutely. We can totally change that rule. And all you got to do, some, seriously, I mean, this is no joke. All you got to do is get it out on the internet enough that people just are like, oh, well, five houses are the best houses to have. Absolutely. Right. That's how easy it is to change these things because they're just
1: ideas. Yeah, guys, you heard it here first. The five houses. The five the
0: house. house. So, is it the zip code too, or is it just the house number? It's just the number. So, if it's like number one, then it's a one house?
1: Yeah. But I have to say, like, the house I live in now is a two, and I don't, and I've been here for three years, and I don't feel very two. What the hell does a two feel like? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever the descriptions I read online. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was, you know. Who wrote that? That's what I'm saying, right? right. Exactly. So, So why do I.
0: Your team and my team, they must sit there and shake their proverbial heads
1: like yeah.
0: humans. Really? Get over it. Get over all the limits.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what it that's what it all is. Just a limit. A should a should be. It should be. But who's to say that it, it can't be a party? Mm. Ascending can't be a fucking party. We're gonna make a five house a
0: party house. Absolutely. Right. I think that's it. We're going to send it out. The five houses, a party house. It looks like a party house. I mean, it does need a little work and you got to get rid of those hideous wall coverings. It needs, it coverings, need, it needs a lot no, of like window coverings.
1: It needs a lot of work, not yeah, a but, little work.
0: <laughs> it will be yours.
1: Oh, it'll be my, I, I want the work. That's what I want. So, but, um, but yeah, I was doing a lot of that supposed to be this is supposed to be this this and just creating a limit for myself because and I think we've talked about this before being limitless is hard
0: it is you don't have
1: those 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 walls that path that's already been you know mowed perfectly with beautiful stones laid to walk down you know there's no paving that's happened (laughs) you're you're in, the one with the machete in the new right the new <laughs> earth doesn't come with a well paved road right we got a, a machete
0: well but it's a good machete it's it's clearing ground not because they're weeds it's because we're doing something that hopefully not many people have done before I mean Frost. he was kind of a good poet and so he was you know the road less traveled and all that but it's absolutely right I mean you get to the point where you're like, I don't really know what should, should mean. Right. What should, should mean. At this point, should, shouldn't mean anything.
1: No, there is
0: no should. There is no should. And I will tell you this, and now that I'm a grown up, I can say it. But when I was young, my mother, this is literally true. And now that, you know, child services can't come after her. We could not use the word can't in our house. She would literally slap me across the face. Not hard, but you know, not child abuse hard, just slap because can't was not an acceptable word. She's like, of course you can. And I never appreciated that until she was gone, but I still can't ha use the word.
1: <laughs> I like it. I really like it.
0: But it, it made a huge difference with us because... Yes, you can. And half the stuff I was saying I can't do is because I didn't want to, or I won't do it. Not because I couldn't do it. Correct. So if you're a parent, not that you have to slap your child, but eliminating that word from your family's vocabulary, maybe consider it. Not that I I want to put limits on anybody, but.
1: Think about it and try it yourself. That's. It's a it's a hard thing that I've been dealing with, trying to create this this life without limits. I got to work on my machete skills, I guess. Yeah, just just sharpen swinging. it.
0: Like just the sh- pirate. I'm more of a pirate. I'm more of like a sword, like a swashbuckler. Sw- a swashbuckler, like swinging from the ropes mm-hmm. with the with the yeah. I don't want to kill anybody. Just just swiping air or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of i always wanted to be a pirate i don't think women did really well on the ship with that many men just oh god no but you know but if they get to wear the corsets with the you know pirate women always have the corsets with the
1: yeah
0: the yeah like they can swashbuckle with those things about to pop out but
1: (laughs) anyway there's no limit there's no limiting those (laughs)
0: So what else? So you're having trouble with that with your house, and where else are you feeling limited?
1: Oh man, where? What am I supposed to? I mean, I think let's let's talk about it. uh, Like you said, from awakening, there was it was like we thought that there was an exact way that it was supposed to happen, that there was a very linear line that each of us did and it says oh here are the five i'm how many millions of blogs five steps of awakening this is how you can tell right Mm -hmm. no no Mm -hmm. my awakening couldn't be more different than somebody else's and i was like well they've been awakening for 30 years they've known about this stuff i've only known about it for three months they've got to be way ahead of me
0: (laughs) no that's a remedial student. I was one of those 30 year people. Yeah. I was like, I just, I was, I didn't get it. So no. Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) On the other side with that is another kind of should or shouldn't or the right way. For instance, let's say you're in your early awakening stages and you see like a flash of light out of the corner of your eye. Right. And so for me, this is why it took me 30 years, by the way, is I would always find a physical explanation for it,
1: Mm -hmm. right? Like,
0: oh, my eyes are tired, or that was a car driving by or whatever, right? And what that did was block everything off because if I can tell anybody, anything, anybody that's listening, there is never just one answer to anything. There's an answer on each level of awareness, right? So what I did was I'd be like, all right, that's it was not it was nothing spiritual, had nothing to do with anything, any kind of other beings trying to reach me. It was all physical and I'm done. And I just put on my blinders instead of being open to the fact that, hey, here's a here's something trying to communicate with you and you just shut it off because stuff like that shouldn't happen. You're only right. If stuff like that happens, you're crazy, or you have glaucoma or whatever, right?
1: Oh, how many people went to their eye doctor thinking, Because oh, they're like, I have glaucoma. I'm seeing
0: lights, on, on, and the doctor's like, oh, you definitely have glaucoma, and they shoot the little thing in your eye, and then all of a sudden, you believe it, and boom, and it was all because we applied a label or an idea to an occurrence. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, that's why it took me 30 years.
1: Yeah, because you were trying to follow whatever these rules were.
0: Whatever, whoever wrote those rules, who, who says there's only one answer? There's never only one answer. If there there's was only never- one
1: answer, there'd only be one being, right? Right. The source came down as all of these different beings to do it a completely different way each and every time. Mm-hmm. There would be no need for a Kim and a Miranda. Oh but there's so
0: much fun we can share tacos together right. <laughs> drink together um but yeah. yeah I mean the whole that whole which way is the right way is and I and I know exactly what you're talking about I have seven stages of awakening but they are not linear and they and you jump up and down between yeah. all the levels as you go up it's You not, go back and uh, forth. You totally go back and forth and you have to because you're going to learn to function on every single one of those layers of awakening. So you're on that very physical level, right? Where you're enjoying tacos and all that, and you're enjoying what your senses are saying. And then you go up to other levels and you learn how to navigate those. So it's not linear. You don't ever leave, completely leave a level behind while you're in that body or else, why would you be in a body?
1: Yeah. And you're also having similar experiences, but experiencing them from a different perspective as Mm -hmm. you ascend. So it might be a very similar experience to what you had before, but now that you are existing in a different, you know, frequency or whatever, you're going to perceive it and experience it in a totally new way. So just because, and I think we talked about this before, something is coming up that tells you like, oh, this is a very 3D thing. I must be like a low frequency. No, it might just be coming up so you can experience it at wherever you are now.
0: I want to talk about how I am on this frequency now where I've realized I've gone up into a level where there are people that other people can't see. And here's me. Oh, look, I'm waking up. I'm understanding. I'm creating my rally. And I go out in the morning and I go for a walk and there's zero people on the streets now. In Hollywood, that's rare, right? So there's nobody on the streets unless I see somebody. And when I see somebody, it's somebody that's so out of place. Like yesterday, there was out of nowhere, no cars, nothing, a man wearing a purple t-shirt and camouflage pants. And I'll tell you, I see a lot of people in camouflage. It's some kind of symbol that I don't get yet, but just standing there with his hands in his pockets, just looking at the cars that aren't going by because there's no cars. I'm like, okay, I'm feeling good. Walk up to him. I'm like, good morning. And he turns around and he starts laughing. He's like, good morning. Like that, like, I'm like, that's The weirdest response I've ever heard. I mean, it wasn't just "good morning." It was like, not condescending, but like, "Oh, isn't that cute?" Like she's finally realizing who she is, and she's on this plane, and she sees me, and it was like, "I kind of weighty good morning." It was. (laughs) It was like it was kind of like as if like a three year old walked past you, and they're like, "Good morning, ma'am," and you're like, "Oh, isn't that adorable?" Mm -hmm. That's exactly how he treated me. And it happened again, way up in the hills where no humans are. This guy walks past and he's got all these pots and pans hanging from his belt. Seriously. (laughs) It's like, he's a hobo, like hobo with the quotes, hobo.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, and the same thing. I'm like, good morning. And he's, he laughs. He's like, good morning. As if like, okay, have I just popped onto a plane that people are not used to seeing people on and I just look like that three-year-old kid who's so excited to be there that I'm saying hello to everybody? That's what it sounds like. It was really weird though. I'm like, okay, here I am. Miss. I'm advanced and I'm wide awake. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like a freshman. Yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) at the first day of college, you go through orientation and you're like, oh, look, the freshmen are here. Shit, now we got to deal with that. So maybe it's like my version of Hogwarts. If you've ever seen Harry Potter, I don't know if you have, but- I have
1: not. Okay, I well- I know what Hogwarts is, I think.
0: Everybody who knows oh. what Hogwarts is along with you, it was kind of like being a freshman at Hogwarts where they're like, oh God, here we got to deal with them. Sort of like that. And so-
1: That's
0: funny. It is, but I'm like, well- I've realized that there's a lot of people that can't see me anymore. And so they're swerving on the sidewalk because they literally don't see me.
1: Until you're right there?
0: Well, I I mean, maybe, no, sometimes I have to get out of the way or Uh else they will literally plow through me. And so it was kind of surprising to experience that because I'm like, well, what can't, I'm right in front of you, but I realized that frequency is frequency, right? And so wherever they are focused may be somewhere very, very 3d. And I'm just not in their purview at the moment. So there's been dodging going on.
1: That's intense.
0: It was very strange. And I, it's like, we're on earth, but it's a different earth. Do you have a bird in your house?
1: Do I have a bird in my house? There's a no. bird chirping. Maybe just outside.
0: Well, he definitely yeah. wants yeah, to I hear in one the outside podcast. All right. Yeah. Well, he's he's in there with us, so.
1: I have a lot of birds that hang out around. Birds my are house. messengers.
0: Yep. And so I've been working on that too. See? Yeah, I've now been, I hear him.
1: <laughs> now he's loud.
0: I've been working on that too in that. As, as you start to understand that your five senses are just part of the picture, right? And that there's a lot of inner senses that are, mm. oh, yeah, you know, a lot of inner communication. Um, I've been hearing different sounds like voices that were maybe above or below my hear my previous hearing spectrum, and so that can be kind of freaky with the like I'm hearing ghost voices in my head thing, but then. I had a little talk with the team and they're like, well, it's not just words that are coming into your head. There's, there's all sorts of things that are talking to you. If you would open your ears to listen and then yep. they don't say anything. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Can you please, dude, you don't give me these mystical <laughs> messages and then
1: leave. Yeah, right?
0: But those are That's exactly
1: and- what they do. <laughs>
0: exactly. So here I'm like wandering around the house, like what the hell did they mean? And then, of course, you know, right on time, because it's a coincidence, right on time, a crow flies right over the house and, you know, the crow, crow, crow. And I'm like, oh, so here's an example of a message that comes to me in that, there, right there, in that the crow for me is um, a symbol of truth. And that's a shaman thing. So the truth comes out and it's about being who you are, authenticity, that sort of thing. And generally, when I hear a crow call like that, it usually is right after a thought I have that signifies that what I'm feeling is truly me. And so I'm like, oh, so even though- So crow, handy. So it's handy. Handy, right? But we, it's things that we let pass by us yeah. as random when they're truly not-
1: you have to really start to trust that everything every is, is a message thing. that you're sending yourself. And that's really how I started to, you know, talk to my team, like we, we say, or channel or whatever. You just have to trust that every single thing is a message. It's exactly what they're trying to do. There, that- there is no like, oh, well, that's just happenstance. That
0: was a big thing for me to learn. I mean, most of it, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But everything, everything.
1: And you can't sit there and like analyze everything because you'll go insane. But when you need a message, remember that it it all is a message and something's coming in. When you need somebody to... um, love. Sorry. (laughs)
0: I've been bringing Janice in a lot, but go on. Yeah.
1: (laughs) When you, when you need a message, when you're looking for it, don't say, oh, you're not like you said. And then they walked away. They didn't. They just changed strategies, changed voices, so to speak. Mm,
0: Exactly. So because I put the symbolism with the crow from something, some idea I had, right. But it works for me. Because yeah, and when I hear that crow, then I get my validation.
1: And it's your symbol. Again, You don't. Crow. it's not like, oh, I have to go read on a blog. What does a crow mean? Maybe what I think it means isn't what they're trying to say. No, it's always what you think it is.
0: Yeah. I gave it that meaning. And so now that's a method of communication that comes through to me because I gave it that meaning. So another example of the communication that we get that, Sometimes we just overlook. And I mean, i I know when we go through that life review shit at the end, there's gonna be so much stuff that I'm gonna be face palming myself about.
1: I mean like, I do it already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I can't believe I missed that. And yeah. duh. And yeah. We only showed it to you 7,644 times and <laughs> you got it on the the last one before you died. Like, oh, I get it now. Hmm. (laughs) This wine's going down kind of smooth. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're just go through life, uh, deaf, blind, and dumb for most of our lives. Not anymore. Not anymore. And this is when the party starts. So you get your five house. Yep.
0: And we set up the party pergola, right? Just so we can Mm -hmm. dine al fresco right by the lake. Next to
1: Swan Lake. Swan Lake.
0: And so part of that is it's so easy to say, ah, ha, ha, isn't that funny? Because we're so used to things not going right. Like we can't (laughs) imagine that everything could go right.
1: It's so hard. And that's part of the limitless thing. Yeah, I have to, I've like resigned myself to be like, okay, well, if I don't get it, then it's not meant to be. But I have to like, I only feel comfortable if I also have that perspective. So what if
0: you don't get it? Would you blame yourself?
1: No, I would just say it's not meant to be.
0: So there's a nine house coming right after it right. or whatever. Yeah. Or
1: another five house that's yeah feels like a nine house. Yeah. But I mean, at this point, I feel like I'm going to get it. Or they're just being dicks. Guys, don't be dicks. House sellers? No, the, my team. Like, quit giving me houses that I fall in love with and <laughs> I don't get it. Because this is like the third one. But are you giving your power away? No. I'm not, I don't think. <laughs> See, that's the thing. We are so trained
0: to be powerless, right? So it's always yeah. somebody sending us that. Some Even somebody sending us information.
1: Yeah, well, right? all the other ones were just leading me to this one, right? Getting things set up.
0: So are you visualizing what your house is going to look like and all that good oh, stuff?
1: Oh, my God, I've totally created all, it in my done. head yeah it's yeah. not it's not all done but it's it's a lot done
0: so are there shirtless workmen involved or there's got to be
1: at least one <laughs> well i mean by the time we get started it probably won't be that hot but i mean sure maybe maybe some sort of like water um oh, like issue a- happened like <laughs> a pipe break <laughs> they get wet they get wet and then then obviously they take their clothes off um they don't want to get pneumonia um (laughs) so yeah i mean sure anna
0: Anna Karenina ended it too right she got she got wet and went outside in the cold oh
1: did i don't remember anyway
0: well, these are but, things yeah. that you should visualize in advance. I mean, yes, okay, good window coverings and nice hardwood floors. But I mean, until then, you should at least give yourself something to enjoy.
1: Absolutely. From yeah. the
0: perspective of Swan Lake down there where we're drinking. Yeah. We did say we were going to set it up in preparation for the,
1: the work Absolutely. Team. I mean, I'll just get, like I said, we'll just get some chairs Some wine, get a little fire pit going, and we'll just Mm. watch them with the swans. I own it. I'll own the property, so I can do whatever I want.
0: It's okay if women are leering at men, but if men sit there and leer at women, oh my gosh!
1: You know they've been doing it for years. Like at least we at least get like a little bit of opportunity.
0: (laughs) Well, when you're ready to interview those men, you know we could. (laughs) I could fly out there. We could set up a little table and ask them what their skills are and how are they? What what would, if a pipe broke, what would you do?
1: Yeah. (laughs) What's your shoe size? (laughs) I don't think that's true. Uh, That's probably not. I don't think so. How do you feel about brown shoes? Oh,
0: Nessie, brown shoes. That's the end. Well, that was like
1: our first time we met. It was. It was like the first fact I really learned about you. We were just gawking. We were gawking at men at a trade show. Mm -hmm. We were incredibly bored. No one was talking to us. Mm -hmm. And so we were just leering at men the whole time.
0: Well, I just look at their shoes shoes. though. Yeah, Yeah, I start with their shoes. And if those are interesting, then my eyes might wander up.
1: (laughs) It's like the opposite of what men do.
0: Exactly. I start with, in a pair of work boots. Oh my God. Talk about trucker right there. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> anyway, so what else do we have on our schedule today?
1: What else do we have that we don't do the right way? Oh, I mean eating. Oh, geez. Should. You
0: should do this. You should Should do I that. be a
1: vegan? Should I eat? Am I going to- die if I don't eat organic because you know Monsanto is spraying my food with Agent Orange you know all of these things like am I a bad person if I eat meat am
0: I the Dalai Lama eats meat
1: Oh he does for his kidneys so yeah there is there is no there is no perfect diet they tell me this all the time
0: Yeah. There is no should.
1: Yeah. There is none. It's just an experience. Just eat it. And if you need to note how you're feeling about it, you're like, oh, I'm actually getting, this is really making me feel um, comforted. Or this is a a really wonderful social opportunity with my family. I mean, when how I see it is if my, you know, uncle or somebody else who really enjoys like cooking for people, like that's how they're showing you care. And by mm-hmm. me, like enjoying a meal with these people, even if it includes meat, I'm bringing more light and positivity and joy and happiness into the world than anything would be taken away by like factory farming or something like that.
0: That's a beautiful opinion about that. And, you know, I had a ranch for a while. And so we had chickens and turkeys and things that could be killed and eaten. I couldn't do it because, of course, I gave them names. As soon as you give them a name, forget it. They're not going anywhere. But I was married at the time to a vegetarian. So we ate a lot of eggs because we had so many chickens and I could never be a vegan for that reason because the eggs—I'm sorry—they're coming out of the animal. Whether you believe it hurts them or not, it hurts them more to stay in. So the whole meat thing—I um, did a lot of the should thing. I did a lot of the oh, if you're gonna if you're gonna live a spiritual life, you know, you got to think about how that food makes you feel. Right. So feel before and after. Like, how do you yep. feel when you eat it? And how does, even if you're looking at a plate of food, you can look at that plate of food and you can ask yourself, how do I feel about what I'm about to eat? And sometimes I felt really crappy about some of the vegetables that were on my plate. Because, I'm sorry, there's a lot of soil that shouldn't necessarily be sown. And there's a lot of food in the United States that's just literally thrown out literally thrown out because it's too expensive to ship it somewhere. And my sister lives next to a giant farm. And rather than let people come and pick this stuff because he had one bad experience with a group of people who didn't honor his his space, he just, once he can sell as much as he sold, if he's got a half a crop left, he'll just plow it under because it's easier than getting rid of it.
1: Yeah, that's not... That's not bringing positivity or light. That's no. bringing lack into the world. It totally is. But yeah. it's a vegetable. So it, it's supposed to be better, but it's not. I mean, it's really like what's behind all this thing. Like I said, if I'm having a wonderful dinner and someone is like giving me love with a, a meat-filled meal, like that's bringing more positive energy into the world than anything that it's taking away from it. I agree. That's it. So just, it's all energy. It
0: is. And I mean, it's not to say that certain bodies don't like certain, we'll use the word chemicals, or certain oh, you know, compounds more than others. Like for me, carbs make me tired, right? And, and maybe that's because someone told me a long time ago that carbs make you tired, right? And so now I've grown up with the, oh, I ate carbs. Now I'm tired because i programmed myself to believe that. Um, so I tried it again the other day and maybe an exorbitant amount of carbs, but it made me tired. <laughs> but it was so much fun because it was all these things I don't normally eat. And I'm like, so what if I'm tired? I don't eat it all the time, but man, it was really fun. Like I had a potato. There's so much you can do with potatoes. Yeah. So blank canvas. it's a blank canvas. It's totally a blank canvas. And if you have any, and now that they've gotten good vegan cheese out there, right, you could do the whole smothered with cheese and little chopped chives. And oh my God. Mm. Anyway. So again, with the food thing, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of shoulds and shouldn'ts in, I think that really you just ask yourself before you put it in your mouth, how do you feel? Yeah. And anybody who tells you that what you're doing is right or wrong, that's them speaking from their perspective. And it's got absolutely nothing to do with you.
1: Exactly. Just do what you want to do. Whatever makes you feel good, whatever's going to bring in, it's all energy. Yeah. It's just an idea, it's just a concept. So it's all
0: about, find ones that
1: are going to bring more positive energy into the world, more love, more joy, more fun, more party house vibes, party house vibes. Yeah. So I guess I'm at
0: the point of food where I'm like, you know what, like you, like, you know what, it's not even, I have, I have one friend that she, like, I don't like to go order with her because it takes like a half an hour for her to put in her order do you have this and does it have this in it does it have maltodextrin in it and what if and in how much and how far is it down on the menu and like I'm, I'm like okay you know I'm patient I'm not
1: judging but I'm hungry can you hurry up and order yeah and it's not an enjoyable experience it's a scary experience well but just enjoy it. the food
0: yeah it's all about what we're putting in our mouth and how we feel about it. Is exactly how it's going to react with us. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, okay. What else we got? Bucket lists. Now that you can create anything.
1: Oh, that's too much. It's that's overwhelming. That's overwhelming to me. That that idea. Really? Yeah.
0: Because of limits. Because of limits. So it's actually right on track with what we're talking about.
1: Absolutely. I know. I'm just saying I'm overwhelmed by this. That's a good time to talk about it. (laughs) You're on the
0: spot.
1: (laughs) Uh, I mean, right now, all, all I really want is to build a beautiful home that I feel comfortable in and feel really proud of that it's so authentically me. That I feel so authentically me in that space, and to know that I created that, that's what I want. and I also really want a partner. okay <laughs> those are those are my bucket lists, and you know, travel literally everywhere, but like those are my bucket lists right now.
0: But I think you to- and I both have one on the bucket list that is the same that nobody else that I've ever met had. Do you remember we talked about, it. we probably were really drunk when we talked about it, like in person sometime it was being able to visit the second floor of Graceland.
1: Oh yes. Because absolutely. that one is
0: something that money can't buy.
1: Right. Yeah. And so
0: I've realized over the years that for me, and even for you, I mean, you can buy a house, but that doesn't necessarily guarantee you're going to be comfortable in it. Right. A- absolutely. It's- things that money can't buy it's experiences more than stuff absolutely now see if lisa marie ever hears us it would be oh my gosh what an honor right i they had to push me away from elvis's grave they literally like ma'am you it's time to move on Uh, i i i
1: was there a long time
0: and i'm crying (laughs) (laughs) uh graceland was like to me one of the most amazing experiences of my life because that I, man's energy pervades oh my god. the place
1: oh my god I drug my um boyfriend at the time there and he could care less about any of it and even mm. he going through it was like this is amazing I'm so glad we did this like but this is that- it's just so cool like every inch of it is cool as shit Elvis is cool as shit
0: Elvis was as cool as shit. And I grew up on Elvis. I mean, my mother was a big fan. Elvis and Alice Cooper, great combination there. But he was so powerful. He was one of the, he was truly awake. And he didn't even need to tell anybody he was awake because it oozed out of his pores mm-hmm. how awake he was. He used to just meet people in the grocery store and buy him Cadillacs.
1: He's just a wonderful human a being wonderful and he just wanted being. to bring beauty into the world. So
0: that's on the bucket list and For money sure. can't buy that. Now, number one on mine is very dirty and I'm not going to share it okay. publicly, but it does include a red blouse. I'm wearing the red blouse, but um, the rest of mine are really all experiences. Like, yeah. But see the, even that they're all within limits right? Like if you're limitless, I should be able to, honestly, I really should, should using the word, be able to think past earth, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So even though I do have experience on ships and that sort of thing, it's still in that altered state at this point where we're not physically in the the beta brainwave state, right? So if you're at, if you're visiting Graceland, you're walking through stuff and you're you're awake, you're alert, you're watching this, you're experiencing it. But to actually consider being off planet in that state, for most people it's beyond including myself most of the time, beyond the belief system.
1: Yeah. Cuz you you your ego just starts to like trace the path well how would i get there
0: how would you get there i mean is there a ship does it take off and like no you know the rest of me is laughing they're like dude you do it all the time
1: ego shut the fuck up yeah i'm like do i meet do i meet elon musk do we become friends does he invite me on a spaceship like he's right
0: down the street from me there you go for me that would be like a no-brainer it's so easy to do and still it's not on my bucket list right now have no. you ever heard of SERPO? Planet Serpo? No. So Planet SERPO, it's S E R P O. Planet SERPO is a planet. Uh, it's in our our galaxy. And back in the late 70s, I think one of like 76, 77, 78, our military sent 12 humans to SERPO and they sent it's like an exchange program they sent 12 i don't know what they're called serponians um, serpents serpents no <laughs> they were they were ebes so they kind of look a lot like the zeta reticulized the grays that people see with the okay. big eyes um, they sent 12 to earth and they exchanged. they stayed for 10 years now some of the some of the humans died on the way i don't if you ever want to look at what was done with them while they were after they died. Very interesting to read. But I think seven or eight of them ended up in Serpo, right? And spent this time there and documented there. There are photos, although I don't know how released they are, but I know that there, that, that there were photos. And well, obviously someone's
1: going to bring a camera.
0: Right. But back then it was like a 110, like the film yeah. thing. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, I don't know the particulars of that, but when it came time to come home, to do the switch, like the majority of the earth people didn't want to come home.
1: Yeah. That makes, that checks out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right. They're like, yeah, you know what? I don't really got a whole lot there. I mean, that was one of the reasons that they were chosen because they were, they didn't have family ties or anything, but they're like, I got nothing on earth. So I have a life here. I'm going to stay. So as much as we believe what we read on the internet, there is, I'm putting this in quotes, there's evidence that this is already happening, right? Yeah. For me, as far as limitations are concerned, there really isn't any limitation.
1: There's none. It's already happened. Right. Yeah.
0: So I make it, I'm planning, here's me making plans with a half a glass of wine now, that I'm going to, put it on my bucket list that I want to visit. I'm going to say
1: probably the Pleiades. Mm, they sound uh, nice. They sound real nice. S- they're
0: so nice. I mean, they did mess us up a long time ago genetically, but aside from that, they came back to help us heal. I think
1: they're well-intentioned.
0: They were well-intentioned. They just had a couple of brothers that fought a little bit and got a little pissy at each other. Um, but I think the Pleiades would be a really good place to go. Plus they're gorgeous yeah They're gorgeous I'll come
1: with you. I want to come okay,
0: so we can put that on the bucket list yeah the the tipsy mystics bucket list, and so can you imagine you and you're gonna
1: land now that's you know the ships are not exactly we in, land metal. in on, in the graceland's backyard and then we come out and we go up to the second floor of Graceland, right let's just. Put them right there together. Pleiadians
0: in Graceland? Yeah. See? Now see, okay. If anybody's listening and they're like, what the hell are these women talking about? This is the way you can get when you realize you don't have limits. So all of a sudden I was ready to be like, I don't understand how that's gonna happen, but it it, you don't have to understand how it's gonna happen. There's a
1: they have that big field in the back of Graceland where they have the horses. So there's probably room for a spaceship.
0: I mean, they don't have to be big. The Vimanas, they're tiny little things. Yeah,
1: there's plenty of room.
0: If you've ever read, I don't think you read. Do you read? Or do you like a book, actual book? As opposed to listening? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I read and listen. So
0: there's a book and it's a little obscure book that a friend lent me and I never gave it back. Sorry, but I didn't. Called Date with the Gods. Mm-hmm. And it's its a journalist who went down to Peru And he met an extraterrestrial woman that there's a lot of bases down there in the mountains. And he met a woman um, and he fell in love. And of course, they had great sex. Well, duh. I mean, if you're going to do it, you may as well do it, right? Yeah. And he wrote a book about their experience together. Fantastic book. So I'm like, it happens. There's lots of interracial stuff going on, intergalactic stuff going on. And he seemed pretty damn happy. Like, you know, the whole telepathy thing aside, where you understand that there are no secrets, right? Hmm. So you hang out on the Pleiades, you're going to have to make that, you know, understand that your mind is open unless you have etiquette. Right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think we got to get to that place here. That's a goal of mine maybe i'm putting that on the bucket list like being confident and comfortable being totally myself with everyone
0: yeah and you know what bringing that back and that's that's all it and you when when you understand that as you start meeting people who are also um a higher frequency that telepathy is a big part of it right that's another one of those communication methods right so I kind of felt like those two guys I met the other day, they were, there was a little bit of indexing going on where they mm-hmm. could read my energy with no problem. And oh, look, she's new. And it was like that, it was so
1: fast, yeah. their response. I get and that. I, I get I, that feeling too, from you saying it, talking yeah, about it. Yeah,
0: they were, and, but, but when I look at them, I'm like, okay, I knew, I knew because neither of them were wearing masks. That's one, that's one of the first things I saw is that anybody that's on that level, they're not wearing masks because mm-hmm. they're past that belief system. But also, we were also, just to say that we were also kind of away from other people, so there would be no reason. Just, I didn't feel that about them. Like, I couldn't index them. I knew that they were something different, but I couldn't get in their head. or they they were good enough to have those healthy boundaries of you know maybe it's too much for her she doesn't she's not quite ready to read my energy like I can read her energy yeah maybe next time if I ever see a guy walking around with pots and pans hanging from his belt like the last one
1: I mean you didn't you didn't even ask I, With your he, words? His, he
0: literally disappeared. He literally disappeared behind me. And that's very common. Like, gone.
1: That's crazy because you would think he'd be noisy. You'd think he'd be, he had no noise. There was no noise other than the
0: good morning. Huh. Right? So that's how you kind of, you're like, all right, well, here's me, the physical me who's trying to explain why is he not noisy and why is, you know, why did he disappear when, it's really just another part of the puzzle where you don't have to explain everything in physical terms because you're not on a physical plane all the time. You're on a semi-physical plane, right? That's what turning into a crystalline body is. You're turning into light.
1: Yeah. You're popping around into uh, these different levels all day, every day. You know, I mean, we we were end. constantly like, I don't think I'm in my body right now. I'm so out of, out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. We're like, and then it's like something happens and you drop back in. You're like, oh.
0: Oh shit. I have to I'm tie here. my shoe because I'm going to trip on it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There are times where I'm like, I have to check and make sure, am I walking in the middle of the street? <laughs> <laughs> are there cars coming at me?
1: Well, I told you the other day, I was just, I'd taken a walk and I just almost ate it. Like just tripped so hard. (laughs) I did. You had an audience. I did. Like there was nobody around me for forever, but where I was, was like walking right past a park. So people were, all of a sudden there were like three or four cars and people pulling up to park, to go to the park, I assume. And, uh as they did, I just tripped so hard, like an idiot. I didn't fall. I recovered. Did you
0: look at the bottom of your shoe? You're like, oh, there must be something there or gum or whatever. It was,
1: it was like a stump that I tripped over or something. (laughs) But it was like, of course, I haven't seen anyone for the last 15 minutes of my walk. And then as soon as I trip, there's an audience there. So
0: since there are no coincidences, back to 3D, (laughs) back to 3D. But since there are no coincidences, what do you think the lesson was there for you? Uh,
1: I don't know if it was a lesson
0: or the experience. Why would you have given yourself that experience? I don't know. It was hysterically funny on my side because you just texted me like right afterwards. Like, it's not safe out here.
1: (laughs) I don't, I don't, I don't think everything has to be a lesson anymore. It was just, it was, it was funny. It was amusing, but it kind of like knocked me out of whatever level I was at. It knocked me back into earth. So maybe I just needed to be a little bit lower (laughs) for some reason.
0: There are times where I feel like my feet are barely touching the ground like I make no noise. So you know how when you hear about the Native Americans like walking through the forest and you can't hear them? And I was like, well, how does that happen? But I understand it's once you start getting into your environment where you're actually merging with your environment, like you probably were, right? You merged with your environment. you're, You're not, everything doesn't feel as solid as it, as it, I don't know I don't make any sound I don't like I'll, I'll know that a snail is like right in front of my foot and I'll zip around it
1: yeah without even knowing
0: without even looking so maybe there was just a little stump in there to be like hey Miranda come back come back to earth we don't want you to fly off like a yeah. little hot air balloon and Dorothy
1: exactly
0: no <laughs> symbolism there at all no <laughs> She clicks her heels and and she's done. So we've come full circle on the limitations thing and the, whether you think there's a right way or a wrong way to awaken, we can tell you that it's entirely up to you. 100% up to you because you are creating your reality. So let the limits go if you can. Ask yourself if you need them.
1: It's not a right way or a wrong way. It's your
0: way. Your way. And make it a good way. Make it your fun way. Make it the way that makes you squee. Yes. So until next time, cheers. Cheers.